0: Um, and he really spoke to me one Saturday morning and I'll, I'll share with you a little bit about how that came about. Um, I don't know if you're like me or if you've read the scripture and you've read it once and you've read it twice and you, you read something one time and you know, you, you, you're like, okay, you know, you don't really get at something out of it. You may get something out of it and then you go back and read it again and then the Lord starts to speak to you out of it. And so what happened for me is, is in, we'll go there, it'll be Genesis chapter 22. And so what happened for me this, this morning, this Saturday morning, I kept reading past this chapter. I'd probably get to chapter 24, 25, and then for some reason, I'd, you know, I'd go to my phone because I got a Bible app in my phone as well. So I'd go to my phone and uh, I'd, I'd lose track of where I was in my Bible because I would be on my phone. And so then I'd go back to the, I said, man, I got to go back to this chapter because I don't remember where I left off. So I'd go back to chapter 22 and I said, I'm just going to pick up there. And so when I picked up there this Saturday morning, I'm like, man, I know I read this already. I know I read this already. And a part of me wanted to just kind of skip past it because I knew I had already read it. But the Lord kept taking me back there over and over and over again this Saturday morning. And... uh, what I want to talk a little bit about tonight is what the Lord was speaking to me about and, uh, in, this, in this chapter that we're going to read. You know, the Lord was speaking to me about sacrifice and blessing in this chapter. And there's many other things that, that are spoken in there where he talks about, uh, you'll, you'll hear uh, listening for he, hearing his voice. You'll hear the word oh, uh, obeyed. You'll hear those words in there. And so this scripture was is in the book of Genesis, chapter 22, verse one, where um, Abraham was asked by the Lord to take his son and sacrifice him. And uh, as I read that, you know, the Lord spoke to me throughout this whole chapter. So it's not the whole chapter I'm going to read, but I'm going to start in chapter 22, verse one. So be be patient with me. I'm going to do the best that I can. I'm thankful for this opportunity to be here tonight and uh, it's just so I want to step aside and allow the Lord to do what he's going to do tonight. So in chapter 22 it says and it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham and said unto him, "Abraham." And he said, "Behold, here I am." This is what Abraham's saying when he hears the Lord speaking to him. He says, "Here I am. I'm here. I'm listening." And he said, this is what the Lord said. He said, take now thy son, thine only son, Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains, which I will tell of thee. So the Lord's asking him to take his son and, you know, his son whom he loves. We love our children. We love our kids. And the Lord's asking asking him to do this. So Abraham rose up early. In the morning, and saddled his ass, and took two of his young men with him, and Isaac his son, and clave the wood for the burnt offering, and rose up and went unto the place which God had told him. Verse four. Then on the third day, this is the third day. You know, I'm thinking when I'm reading this scripture, as the Lord was speaking to me, He's saying uh, to take His only son into the into the land of Moriah. And, to, and and offer him there for a burnt offering. And so for three days, during these three days, I'm only imagining and wondering what he's thinking or what we might be thinking in our our human thinking. If the Lord's asking you to take one of your children and do something with one of your children for those three days, if you're in your humanity and you're thinking the way that a father or a mother would think about their child, you're like, Man, am, am I really being am I really being asked to do this? Is this something that that I that I have to do. We may we may begin to question those things, and that's that's what I was I was thinking. I was like, man, the Lord was was asking Abraham here, but Abraham had faith. Abraham had faith, and I believe that also his son Isaac had trust in his father, and I believe that this was this was all taking place here. So, verse four says, on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. You know, he seen the place where the Lord asked him to take his son. And Abraham said unto his young men, abide here with the ass and I and the lad will go yonder and worship and come again to you. So when I read that, it says, I and the lad, his son will go yonder and worship. So when I'm reading this, it's telling me that Abraham's son was of an age where he was able to worship. He was able to go with his father and he understood what worship was. So I'm thinking that he worshiped and he praised with his father and he knew what it was to have that worship and praise with this with his father. And this is kind of some of the things that we want to have with the, as, as parents, as fathers, as, as uh, mothers, and have that relationship where we can worship with our children, praise with our children. So he's, he's, uh, he's going to this place, and, he's, and, uh, and he asked the lad to go yonder and worship and come again to you. So verse 6 says, And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it upon Isaac. So he takes this wood. He gives it to Isaac. Isaac holds it. He's holding on to the wood. And I'm, I'm picturing all this. So he's holding on to the wood. And, t- and uh, he laid it upon Isaac, his son. And he took the fire in his hand and a knife. And they both went of them together. And Isaac, Isaac spoke to his dad. He spoke to Ab- he sp- he spake unto Abraham, his father, and said, My father. And he said, Here I am, my son. And he said, Behold, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? So Isaac's walking with his dad. You know, he sees his dad with a knife. He sees his dad with fire. And uh, he asks his dad the question, you know, hey, where, you know, where's, the, where's the sacrifice? Where's the offering? And, uh, you know, at, at that moment, you think, you know, what, what's, what's your reply? What's your response to that? You know, and so we go on to read in verse 7. And Isaac spake unto Abraham his father. In verse 8, sorry. And Abraham said, My son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they went, both of them together. Verse 9. And they came to a place which God had told of him. And Abraham built an altar there. And he laid the wood in order and bound his son Isaac. And laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched forth his hand. And took the knife to slay his son. You know, if uh, if Abraham's son is of an age, and and his father's binding him up, and he's laying him down on on this altar, you know, you can. You, I I could only imagine what a father would feel to have to bind your son and lay him down, and knowing what the Lord is asking of you to do. You're trusting in the Lord that He will provide that sacrifice. He will provide that offering. And so. Um, In verse 10, Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son. And the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here I am. And he said, Lay not thy hand upon the lad, neither do anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God, seeing thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son from me. So when I read this this in verse twelve, I underli- I underlined the word uh, withheld, because there's things sometimes that we withhold from God, and He's saying right there the Lord is speaking to Him and says I know that thou fearest God, seeing that thou hast not withheld thy son from thy only son from me, and uh, and 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 when I was reading this, I'm saying well what is it that we hold from God? What are the things that we withhold? What are the things that we we don't fully give to God we just kind of hold on to him we don't put all that trust out there and say you know what God I'm not holding this anymore I'm not carrying this anymore I'm giving it to you I'm, I'm, I'm trusting you with it I'm going to let you have it and so the Lord said that unto to him and Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked and behold behind him behind him a ram caught in the thicket by his horns and Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering in the stead of his son <clears throat> and Abraham called the name of the, that place Jehovah Jireh so I, I, I was interested in that word Jehovah Jireh I've heard it before in, in a song um, so I was, I was like well, what does that mean so you know, I tried to do a little bit of research on it and, and what, I, what I found and what I could get out of it is that the Lord will provide he is a provider and that's what the Lord is to us he is our provider and he will provide for us And uh, and I read that and I was like It spoke to me because the Lord today, he is our provider for each and every one of us. There's things that we withhold and things that we want to let go of and, and some things that we struggle to let go of. And we got to trust in the Lord and have this kind of trust that Abraham had to take his son and take him to a place and offer him up. And this is what we're doing. We're taking these things that we're withholding and we're taking them to a place and offering them up as a sacrifice unto God and saying, God, I, I don't want to withhold this from you. I can't have this anymore. I want you to take this from me. And so this is a uh, this is what he did. And the angel of the Lord called unto Abraham out of heaven a second time. And said, by myself have I sworn, saith the Lord, for because thou hast done this thing and not withheld thy son, thine only son, that in blessing I will bless thee. So the Lord is saying, you know, to Abraham, you know, that he's not withholding these things. And the things that we, we don't withhold or the things that we try to withhold or pull ourselves away from, you know, the Lord, when we, 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 we don't withhold, he will bless What the scripture is saying here, he will bless. And this is what he did for Abraham. He says that in blessing, I will bless thee. And in multiplying, I will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven and as the sand, which is upon the seashore. And thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. And then thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed because that's how thou hast obeyed my voice. That's huge. At the end, of that, the end of that verse, in verse 18, he says, "Because thou hast obeyed my voice." And the voice is with well, the voice of God is what we try to listen for. It's the voice of God that we want to hear. It's the voice of God that we want speaking to us. It's the voice of God that's going to give us direction. It's the voice of God that's going to speak to us and say, "Hey, I don't want you withholding this anymore." And there comes, sometimes they may come subtle, sometimes they may come strong, and the Lord's going to ask you, say, "I want to I take this from you." Don't withhold it from me. Let it go. I want to take this from you. you give it to me, and I will bless thee. And, and when I think about that, I go back into my life in the way, the direction that I went in my life, and I see some of the things that the Lord, that I didn't withhold from the Lord, that I gave up. And I said, Lord, I don't want this anymore. I can't carry this anymore. It hurts too much. It's too much pain. I don't want it. I can't carry it. And in the letting go, the Lord continued to bless and continue to to uh, open windows of blessing and be my provider. That Jehovah Jireh, he is my provider. He's provided things for me that I could not imagine today. He's given me things today that I could not imagine having in my past, coming from the background that I'd come from. And I see and I recognize the blessings today and some of the things that I've not withheld and you know and, and, I, and I'm human just like everyone else here in this room there's sometimes there's things that I struggle to let go of and and some things that I struggle with in my own humanity that that I need other people sometimes speaking to me and telling me you know hey there's 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 something here that, you, that, that needs to be worked on and and sometimes God speaks through other people and he uses other people to say things to us that are going to reach to us and 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 that's how it's how the Lord works and how he operates sometimes through the body through his people and sometimes it may not even be through people that we know. Sometimes it may be people on the job, people that we just find ourselves in some casual conversation with, and somebody that we're ministering to. And, and as we're ministering and we're speaking to people, the Lord begins to minister and speak to us. He's speaking to us. So when I'm reading all this, I'm reading about the sac- This This is what was speaking to me was about the sacrifice and the blessing. What am I willing to sacrifice? What am I willing to give up? What am I willing to let go of and willing to that I don't want to withhold anymore? You know, so when the Lord calls out to you, what are you willing to give up? You know, because we're we're all walking in this walk together. And and if you're a child of God, just like I am, the Lord is going to ask of you. The Lord is going to ask of you. It's not going to be uh, somebody in the church that's telling you, hey, you need to do this. And hey, you need to do that. Everything that you're going to hear is going to be from God. It's going to be the voice of God that we're speaking that's speaking to us and reaching to us, and this is how He's done it for me. There's things that that He brings to light. There's things that He brings to the surface and says, "Hey, this needs to be worked on." And I realize that, and I realize that, and sometimes I struggle to admit it. I'm like, "Nah, there's not a problem there. There's not a problem there." I'm, I'm stubborn and I can be selfish, and 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 then I you know sometimes it takes me a little bit of time to to. To register it all in and get it through and say, man, there really, there really is something going on there. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't want to let pride get in my way, even though sometimes it will. It, it will come. And, and just knowing that, you know what, hey, I, I got to continue to work on this. And, and not just think that it's going to get better on its own. Because it takes a work of God working through us, in us, and operating in us. That those things are going to be come to the surface. And he's going to reveal those things to us. And, uh, and and for me, for myself, it's uh, it's taken quite a bit. You know, it's, I've been here in the church now for four years. And and I, I think of it like this. I don't think we're ever going to stop learning. And I don't think we're ever going to stop growing in the Lord. I think as long as we obey his voice, like, like it says here in the scripture, that, that the Lord is going to continue to use each and every one of us. He wants to use each and every one of us. He didn't call us to not be used. He didn't bring us out of the world to... Just be, uh, I mean, this is speaking for, I'm speaking for myself, because this is where I was when I came here four years ago. I sat in that chair for about two years. And, um, you know, I'd often asked. I'd often asked elder, I'd say, you know, hey, uh, you know, did the Lord bring me out of prison after all these years just to sit here? Just to be part of the furniture and, and you know, clap my hands a little bit. And, and, I mean, I was thankful for that. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong, I was thankful for that, but I knew that where I'd come from, that the Lord had placed me here. And I believe if you're here tonight, the Lord's placed you here and he's brought you here for a reason. He's brought you here for a purpose. And, uh, and I'm thankful for each and every one of us that are here tonight. But as I'm thinking about that, you know, all the sacrifices, they had to go into getting to where God is trying to take. It's not where I'm taking myself. It's not where this is not about me and what I'm trying to produce and what I'm trying to get. You know, I, I, it's not it's not about me. It's about God. It's about obeying his voice. And, you know, I'm not perfect. I make mistakes and I have to go to a place of repentance also and, and ask the Lord to forgive me for some of the things that that I may do or things that I may say. And um, but it's a constant it's a constant relationship with God. And if you're in a relationship with him you're 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 hearing from him and he's speaking to you and he's talking to you, and he's doing a work in you like he's doing a work in me and so we want to continue to be obedient in that so um, um are you willing to give up what what the lord is are you willing to give it to the Lord and offer it up as a sacrifice? Are you willing to do that what is it um only we only we know the answers to some of those questions that that we have and some of the things that we know that we need work on. I mean, I, I couldn't sit here tonight and tell you that I was perfect and that I make no mistakes and that everything that I do is, is, is right. I, I do my best to be obedient, though. I do my best and I try to um, be in alignment with God. And when I do get out of alignment and I find myself out of alignment, I have to find that place at an altar of sacrifice and say, Lord, I, I messed up You know, I made a mistake and I uh, asked for that forgiveness. So, um you know, this is a very interesting passage of, of scripture where where Abraham was was asked to do this, and and the Lord trusted, the Lord trusted and had faith that Abraham Abraham had that faith and that trust, and and his son had that trust in his dad, and they had that relationship with his father where he trusted him that his father was taking him to a place that, I mean, he I, I, it doesn't say that his son really questioned him a whole lot, but as a father, as a parent. As a child, if you're walking with your father, there's all these questions that come into play. You know, what's happening? Where are we going? What are we doing? And then uh, Abraham may be asking the Lord, Lord, are you really asking this of me? Is this something that you really want me to do? Because we can do that even in our own walk with God today. We can question him. and am like, Lord, are you really asking me to get out of my seat and go pray for somebody? Are you really asking me to go talk to a stranger that I don't even know and talk to them about God. You know, God is asking, you know, he asked him to sacrifice his son. And sometimes the Lord may ask us to do something that's not as, you know, not that, that far out there, but you know, something simple, but are we going to be obedient to that? And, and sometimes we we're just kind of like, well, is that God or was that God? Was he really speaking to me? Was he really saying that to me? Should I do that? And I've been there and I say that because when I first came here, I, I, I couldn't do that, you know, I really, I, I couldn't really lift my my hands a lot, I, I couldn't, you know, I wanted to, my spirit was there, like I knew there was things there, and I just didn't have that liberty, I was, I was a little, so stiff, if I can say it that way, but um, as I continued to, to come and be a part of this ministry, and be a part of what the Lord is doing, and being open to that, and being open to to what God is trying to do and, and trying to fellowship and meet everybody and get to know everybody. And it's been a process of still just meeting new people and new people that the God that the Lord is bringing. He's bringing new people. So when I share these things tonight, I share some of the things that I share out of experience, you know, as coming as as, you know, just going through the waters of baptism or being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. You come and, and, and we, we we have this hunger and this desire and this want of God. We have a hunger and a thirst for his word, and we want to know more of him. We want to know where he's taking us. We want to know where he's leading us. We want to know what he wants to do with us, and sometimes we don't know. We don't know, but we can only put our attention and our focus on the things of God and trust that he's going to lead and trust that he's going to direct and trust that he's going to provide, and, but we also got to know that he's going to ask of us too. He's going to ask of us. You know, and some of the things you know, and I always I say this a lot of times to to some of the people that I talk to because I do I teach an anger management class also in a in a, in Union Gap right now, and um, you know sometimes uh, you know I when I'm talking to people, you know I'm telling them, you know the Lord's gonna the, some one of the this is what I say one of the hardest things to do or one of the hardest things that can be done is when you have to work on yourself. You know, it, it's you're you're really internalizing, you're really looking at. At you instead of looking at everybody else around you. Because in my past I had the problem of pointing out everybody else's failures but my own. And so I had to turn, I had to turn from looking at everybody else and really start looking at me and start looking at what what what's going on with me. And when I really started doing that and looking at me and the way the Lord was dealing with me, it took me to a place where like I I didn't like it. I, I didn't like it. It was really, it's, it's easy to deflect and, and look at other people's flaws and things that they may be doing. But you really start looking at yourself. I found myself at a place early on in my walk with the Lord. I was like, man, I, I really didn't like the conversations that I was having with myself. And I didn't like those conversations because, you know, I was there was a struggle there. There was a struggle when you're, you're leaving or you're walking away from the world and everything that you've ever known in the world and you're walking in a new life, in a new direction, and God's taking you to a place that you've never been, a place that you've never walked, um, things that, that, that you've never experienced. And uh, some of the things that, that, I, that I hadn't experienced were, were some of were responsibility and having things on my own and doing things on my own and providing for myself. But, but in, in, in these last four years, I understand that the Lord has been there the whole time. I'll share this with you. I was in prison. I did six years the last time I was in prison. And I remember sitting in solitary confinement for about a year. And I was sitting on my desk in in that cell, and I was looking out the window. And I was talking to the Lord, and I said, Lord, am I ever going to have anything? Am I ever going to have a home? Am I ever going to have a car? Am I ever going to have a driver's license? Am I ever going to have insurance? Am I ever going to be married? Am I ever going to have a a home, I mean, all these, all these questions, you know, Lord, am I, if Lord, will I ever, you know, all these questions come. And, and one day I was sitting in my, my apartment at home and I was sitting in the kitchen table this time, not sitting on a prison table. And, uh, the Lord started to speak to me as I was looking out my window and he started to remind me, he says, do you remember when you said, am I ever going to? will I ever, I remember that so clearly because I remember where I was and then I'm sitting there and you begin to look around you. And when you start to look around and you start to realize and you start to recognize, God gave me that. He gave it to me. Everything that I have today and everything that we'll continue to have and that we continue to get, it's from him. Everything is his. And, and, it, and we can make a choice. We have free will to give it all up, to give it all away and say, you know what, Lord, I don't want this anymore. And I share this even with people sometimes because people have asked me this question. They say, do you ever miss being out there in the world? And I'm like, and, and it's not people from church, of course. It's people that I know. there, are the people that I work with. And, you know, they'll ask me if I miss some of those things out there. And I'll say, you know, to be honest with you, I don't. You know, because if you're asking me if I miss all those things, you're asking me if I miss being incarcerated. If you're asking me if I like living in a small room with another man for year after year after year. Um, so also what you're telling me, what I'll tell them also, and it's just casual conversation. And I'll say, hey, well, you know, if I start to entertain that again, the world, then I might as well go walk up to the Yakima County Jail and turn in my driver's license and hand him the keys to my car and exchange all that in for a jumpsuit and tell him to lock me up because that's the choice that I'm going to make if I decide to walk away from the Lord is take all those blessings we're going to give them back we're going to give them back and that's not a place that I want to be and that's not a place that that's not even something that I entertain and it's interesting when I hear those words or or people begin to speak to me about some of that stuff and and to be honest with you, I don't miss those things, you know, and I can share with people today about the sacrifices that were made. Along the journey and along the way and the blessings that came after that, because there's blessings and blessings that have come. And sometimes we have to always realize and recognize that God was was blessing and God was providing and that he was there the whole time and that he was listening and he was hearing us. And even there's times we feel like he's not hearing us. And we're praying and we're talking to him. But the Lord, I promise he was hearing you. He may not give you what you need right right now, but he will provide. He will provide. He knows what you need and he knows when you need it. And so, uh, you know, I asked, that, I asked that question. And, you know, it's, it's you know, what, what am I withholding from God? What am I withholding that's going to take me to the next level? Or take me to where God wants me to be? You know, and... um. You know, that's some of my prayer, some of my 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 prayer to the Lord. You know, what is it, Lord, that 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 I need worked on? What is it that that needs to be removed from me so that I continue to grow in you so that I can continue to walk in the direction that you want me to walk? Because sometimes if if you're just as human as I am, sometimes in my own my own human thinking, I, I can sometimes think that I have all the answers. And I do, I do not have all the answers. I sometimes think I do, but I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, um, I'm just thankful for what the Lord is continuing to do, you know, and, and what I'm saying tonight is what the Lord is saying tonight is that, you know, there's going to be a sacrifice of us that he's asking of us, you know, and what is that, you know, If and there will be blessing that will come behind that sacrifice, you know, and, and I see that today, and I promise you, I promise you, I see it, um, I'll, share a, I'll share a testimony of what happened at, at my job. Um, I was, I actually, I I had, before I came to this job that I was at now, I had two people offering me a job. You know, they were actually both next door to each other. One was paying more money and one was paying less money. And so, uh, you know, I've already known through experiences by talking with elder Hart um, about these job things. I, 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 and the Lord was already giving me wisdom in these areas, you know, about what, what I should do and how I should be praying and, and allowing the Lord to lead me and direct me in this. So, uh, I had these two job interviews. One was paying more and one was paying less. And uh, I, what, which job do you think that I took? The one that paid more or the one that paid less? I took the one that paid less. Okay, I took that one because I felt that the Lord was directing me to this job. Okay, I, I felt like I was hearing from God. He was speaking to me and he was telling me it's not about the money. I will be your provider and I will provide for you. Just trust me. And so some people would ask me, well, why did you take less money? They've even asked me, like, man, what's what's up with that? Like, are you, that's more money. And I said, yeah, but you don't understand what the Lord was telling me and how he was speaking to me and what he was saying and what I was about to walk into. And within those nine months, there's people there that have known a little bit about my testimony and where I've been and who I used to be. Because that company didn't want to hire me because I'd worked there before. And I was in such a bad place at that time. That every time I went to go apply there, it was, nope, we're not hiring that guy, not him. And so uh, I I gave it some time, and I tried to go back again, and somehow, some way, I managed to work my way in there. And I I made an interview, and I was walking through the plant with somebody, and somebody in there seen me, and they pointed me out. And they said, not that guy. I think, do you guys really know who you're trying to hire? And they said, not that guy. I didn't didn't get the job. And so some years went by, and... uh, I applied again. A friend of mine came to me, and I applied again and There was a guy there there was a man there that uh that I had some problems with in the past, and a guy that I'd made some threats to, and a guy that i'd i just you know we just did not get along and and uh he was the guy that I had to try to to get past and so I had already had a job before I was applying there and uh and so uh my friend that works there tells me he's like, "Hey, bro, you have to talk to this guy, or you know, he's he, they don't really don't want you." And so uh, I got his number. I sent him a text message, and I said, uh, "I just I won't I won't go explain the whole text message, but I apologize for some of the things that I did in the past and who I used to be and what I was." And I just left it at that. I just left it. I'm like, if, if I don't get the job, that's okay. Um, I, I tried, I did my part and I'm just, you know, I, I felt like that's what needed to be said. And so within a few days, probably within a few days, I got, a, I got the call and they said, uh, Hey, we want you to come in. But that text message that I sent went from that guy, went up to the management team and they brought me in knowing all this stuff that they'd heard about me in the past, you know, knowing that I used to be a thief and knowing that I was a drug addict and that, that I was, uh, that I was violent. And uh, people couldn't trust me. And, and so they give me this opportunity to walk through the door. And so I'm there. And I'm there now almost 10 months now. And the Lord has taken me from a place and given me favor there. Whereas he's elevated me now all the way into a management position with people there. And the same guy that, that didn't want to hire me and the men that didn't want to hire me. I'm standing side by side with them in this meeting. And I'm just like, all I can do is sit there sometimes and think. People don't know what I'm thinking. But when I'm thinking and I'm talking and I'm speaking to God, I'm just like, oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. And I'm like, this is all you. I'm standing here today because of you. Because of you. I'm so thankful for that. We serve a great, great God. And I... and I." And I'm telling you tonight, if you just trust him and we put our faith and our hope in him, he will lead us and he will direct us. So, my, my testimony is speaking loud and clear there now with people because people are kind of questioning what happened. You've been, only been there 10 months. You went from this position to this to that. And I'm like, it literally went from one day, like, I was feeling like, man, I, I don't know what's going on here. Like, I don't even know if I'm going to make it here. And then the next day, I'm up in the office and they're like, hey, we want to give you an opportunity. And I was like, that was 24 hours. I'm like, what happened? But, uh, you know, the Lord knows. There's those things that we don't understand that, that I didn't understand. I had these own feelings. I had my own thoughts. and But the Lord had something else, something else. He had something else. And I'm thankful that I didn't bail out and want to run to another job because sometimes that was kind of going through my mind like this is, this is a dead end. But, you know, I have a really, really good friend that, It speaks to me and tells me some things sometimes and, you know, I listen and um, sometimes it may not seem like it, but I do. And um, but I'm just thankful for that because now I am where I am today and we serve a great God. So I'm just saying tonight. I'm just saying tonight in the name of Jesus Christ that trust him, have a faith in him. He's taken me from a place of addiction. He's taken me from a place of violence. Um, He's taken me from a place of bitterness Uh, hate, anger, rage, sacrifices, sacrifices. It takes a work. It takes a work. And I have to practice it every day. It has to be every day. I have to reach to him every single day. Because the minute that I stop reaching, I start saying, I got this, Lord. Lord. I got this figured out. I don't need to reach to you anymore. I can solve things in my own ability. I can solve things on my own. But I can't. I have to get to that place and offer myself daily as a daily sacrifice and say, God, you know, sacrifice the things in my life that don't belong. I need to be willing to not withhold those and give those and obey God's voice and hear his voice and hear his voice. So we serve a great God. I'm just gonna say tonight and, and just trust them and have faith and um and I thank you for and I thank Elder Heart for allowing me to take this opportunity to be up here tonight and share with you guys and um I'll have uh Ethan close it out if he would please. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.
1: Praise God. Um the Lord was speaking to me about this a few weeks ago, and uh, just recently in the past few days, he started to talk to me about it again, and um, I think his brother Martin who was ministering tonight, just come, came back in my spirit, just, um, and we've all heard this verse before, I think I shared it in worship a couple weeks ago, but just Matthew six thirty three: seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you, um, And when Brother Martin mentioned he had these two job opportunities, you know, one paid more, one paid less. Uh, He wasn't seeking more money. He went for the one that took less, he said, because that's what he felt like God was leading him to do. He was seeking first the kingdom of God. And um, and we don't do that to gain things. We don't do that so that we can receive blessings, so that, you know, we can be like, man, I'm having trouble in my life. I'm going to seek the kingdom so that way I don't have to worry about this other stuff. But as we begin to wholeheartedly seek first the kingdom of God, he will provide. When we don't care about anything else, it says in the, um, I think it's the next verse where it says, take no, or yeah, take no thought for the morrow, let the morrow take thought for the things of itself. Um, And just, again, the Lord has just been speaking to me about that recently, just to seek first the kingdom of God, just cast everything else on him. Nothing else matters. And yes, you know, we have cares of life and we have all these things, but when you seek first the kingdom, he will provide for every bit of it. You don't have to worry about what's going to come next. I shared it as I was praying at the start. Don't think about what's going to come tomorrow, about what happened today. Just seek first the kingdom of God, and he will provide without fail. You don't have to worry about a single thing if you just seek first the kingdom of God. I wonder if we could just stand tonight and begin to just seek his kingdom together as a body. Lord, we seek you today. God, we cast aside our own desires,
2: our own agenda. We cast aside everything that we think we need, God, but you know exactly what we need. You are Jehovah Jireh, the provider. You are all that we need, oh God, nothing in this world matters, but as we begin to seek for. First, the kingdom of God that blessings will come but I pray let us not forget where we came from but that you were the one who blessed us that you were the one who provided for us oh God that everything we have is given by you it is nothing that we have gained in our own doing oh Lord but that when we seek you you will provide I give you thanks today and I give you glory today oh God Hey Amen. I don't know what you guys are dealing with, or what you may be going through, but if the Lord is speaking to you about something like Brother Martin said, something that maybe you're holding on to that you aren't sure what to do with because you don't know what's going to happen, I, I say just give that to God today. Just release it to God today. He will provide. I know you may have uncertainty, but the perfect peace of God will keep you in those times where you don't have an answer, where you don't know what to do. Just seek first. The kingdom of God Yero bosie <laughs> rara ma Yero bosie rishia rarama rkoto ye <Yeah>. alamash <laughs> ta ye araba himano robosi ararama rkobi ne rishia rarama ye Himando robo si araramai e ne reko, yeshi araramai e ne reko. Hiararamai e re si araramai e reko to ye eshe te. Alleluia. Himando robo si e te eshe e re ki araramaha. Hiararamai o robo si e re e re ki araramaha. Man, this is between you and God tonight. Abraham, when he was going to go sacrifice Isaac, he told his servants to wait there, and it was just going to be him and his son going up to do the sacrifice. Man, let's not worry about those around us who's beside us. This is just between us and God and what he is asking us to do. This is between us and God and our relationship with him, that he is worth more than anything of this world. He is worth more than any material thing. Seek you, O oh God. Ye robosi e ne rekialarama shotorote. Hia dara may si alaramaya robo se reko. Hia dara may re si yaraman no robokoye e sete. Man, feel free to turn your seat into an altar or come up to the front. Just like I said, where you can be without distractions and just give anything to God that He's asking today.